Welcome to Inspiring Leaders, the podcast that shares ideas, perspectives, and best practices from great leaders around the world to help you become a more inspired leader. Hey, welcome back to the Inspiring Leaders podcast. It's great to have you all joining us here today. I'm Terry Lepofsky from Ubiquity Coaches, and I'm really jazzed up about our show today. We've actually got a cool show lined up for you. Before I get to it, I've got a bit of an announcement I want to make. Um, we're starting it again. We're running it again. Um, if you know what this is, you'll be excited about it too. I want to tell you about the Thrive Now Academy. It's a 12-week career accelerator program and it includes dozens of highly interactive learning sessions and group coaching with ubiquity's a team of international coaches you don't want to miss this one um if you're if you want to set ambitious goals if you want to have exceptional interpersonal skills brilliant communication cutting edge productivity uh stuff that's going to really define your career um, set you on course for your reputation as you want it. It all starts in early September. We're kicking it off on September 4th. Now, we need to keep ratios very low in this. So space is limited. You got to make sure that if you want a space in this, you got to reach out and we'll put it in the show notes afterwards. But it's going to be info at executivecoaches.ca info at executivecoaches.ca. Reach out to us because we will definitely get you a seat at the table and you want a seat at the table uh, for the Thrive Now Academy 12-week career accelerator program. Really cool. And uh, yes, we are starting it up again due to popular demand for that. Now, I have uh, a pretty fantastic thing and I want to introduce this to you. Um, Anybody who knows me knows that I've been a, uh, a Formula One fan for a long time. And I want to show a, a little video that I found that really sets this up. And I think that it really will set the stage for our guest today. Let's You could let's have check everything in, in the this. world, but if you've got no one to share it with, then it's kind of meaningless. So I think more than, more than anything, you need people that you enjoy being around. And then uh, the environment kind of creates itself. Daniel Ricciardo, Formula One one of the best racers on the planet. Um, and how in the world is it that he is so successful? Because he's got fantastic people behind him. I want to bring somebody into the studio today. His name is Michael Italiano. Michael, it is great to have you. My goodness, look at that piano behind you. <laughs> Thanks, Terry. Do you play nice. piano? Uh, I don't. I was going to no. tell you I'm 10 years experience. You, you bring people in to do that for you, right? Yeah. I don't <laughs> mind the piano. I, to be fair, I actually, uh, I was doing piano lessons from the age of, I'm going to say 10 for about three years. So I did, I did learn piano at a very, very young age, but I never pursued it, unfortunately. Wow. Yeah, this is, it's so good to have you on the show. I mean, to have uh, somebody at your caliber, what you're doing, uh, I mentioned Daniel, but it's way beyond, uh, working with Daniel Ricardo. Um, I, you know what, L to introduce you 
yep. let me do this. Um, I've got something here. This is from your website. Yeah. And um, let's just take a look at the kinds of clients that you've got. So you've got, obviously, Daniel Ricardo. You've got Scotty Professional Snowboarder, Scotty James, um, Marcus Astoinis. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Professional Cricketeer. Yep. Um, it goes on and on. Supercross riders, uh, band members. Um, look at this. We've got um, V8 supercar driver, professional footballer. You must be, I would say, one of the top uh, mental performance and fitness coaches on the planet. It, am I wrong in saying that? Oh, look, I, I think there's <laughs> some fantastic coaches out there, 100%. And, uh, but no, thank you for the compliment, Terry. That's uh, probably the best compliment I've actually received as a coach, so I'll take that one. <laughs> well, well you got to take them when you can get them. And I think yeah. that this one is very well-deserved because uh, everything that I've seen of you, uh, you're playing at, you're kind of like at the Formula One level of coaching. Uh, with the people that you're working at. You're a high-performance coach. You're a mental performance coach, a fitness coach. Um, you know, just the kind of guy that I need as I'm getting off the, uh, uh, the, the injury that I've had walking around with a cane for the last couple of years. But um, I'm really, really impressed to have you here. What I'm, I know everybody's wondering is, you know, we've got all these... these um, corporate leaders that listen to this podcast from around the planet. We've got people from all over the place and most of them, they've got teams of people or they want to become a leader in their organization. And they're thinking about how can I get those people that are disengaged to get engaged? But at the same time, we've also got a bunch of people out there that are saying, I have high performers on my team. How do I get those people up to that amazing level of extreme high performance. And that's one of the reasons why I thought it would be so good to talk to you because you're dealing with the best of the best, whether it's in cricket, in football, in Formula One racing, car racing, whatever it might be. That's the kind of folks that you deal with all the time. So all of these people have coaches. And this is the kind of message that I wanted to bring in today. So um, yes, we're here to talk to you, Michael. We want to find out what it is that you focus on with people. I know it's probably different, but maybe there's some patterns. Um, you know, welcome to the Inspiring Leaders podcast to begin with. Uh, and let me start you off with a quick question, if that's okay. Hit me. Um, we do this for everybody. What is it that inspires you? What keeps you motivated? What gets you out of bed in the morning to do what it is that you do? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. I, I am... I think it, it goes back to the, the core value that made me change my entire career path. You know, I was, I was, uh, I always wanted to be an architect. I was a very creative person at heart. I ended up studying civil and structural engineering. I was, you know, I wanted to become an engineer. Wow. And then I, I transitioned to becoming a, a coach. And the, the core value that I absolutely loved, that is, honestly, it is like my... <laughs> It's something that I just thrive off is just the, the pricelessness of helping other people and making a difference to someone else's life. So, Oh, I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm sure like any, any parents would understand where you all of a sudden, you know, it's not about I, 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 it's about we and how you can actually impact someone else's life 
and how that provides such an important value to you and how that, 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 that and how you hold that value. So that's one thing that I really hit home, home when I first started as a coach and, and, you know, I was receiving all these amazing feedback and testimonials about, you know, you've saved my marriage, Michael, you know, you've, you've made me a better father, Michael, because now I've got the energy to actually spend more time. I'm more present now because I have more energy and, I, I guess, you know, it's not, it's not for everyone, but it is, it is something that I hold in very, very high regard is having an impact on other people. And that is literally, I, I would honestly say, it is the number one core element of what inspires me to wake up every morning and go, you know what, I'm ready to coach and I'm also ready to become a better coach. And so, you know, one of the things I'm absolutely obsessed with is, you know, educating myself, whether it's, you know, through um, mentors, so, you know, I think I do, I do believe every coach needs a coach for sure. Right on. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so, uh, yeah, learning and then obviously finding a way to impact another person's life is. Yeah. There's, um, we, we, um, I think you and I both, uh, all day long, we're interacting with people who are high achievers and some people can get addicted to high achievement. They want to achieve and then achieve and then achieve. And it's a never ending treadmill of, um, aiming, setting goals, aiming action achievement. Um, and it, and it can become hollow at some point in time. And I think that what you're describing is something that, um, has made coaching very addictive for me. And I think that a lot of my clients, corporate leaders, uh, community leaders, this sort of thing, um, uh, athletes as well, when they start getting into a space of benefiting other people, making other people's lives more enriched, helping them thrive. I think that these are the kinds of things that, um, that become, uh, rewarding, on, on two different sides, it becomes mutually beneficial. And there's, it's almost like there's a chemical concoction. And I know there is actually that gets released when you help other people, uh, serotonin and oxytocin are released and it feels really good. It makes you healthier, happier, uh, more resilient, a whole bunch of things. I know that when I started coaching, um, it felt like I had retired and I was doing what I wanted to do all the way along. I don't know if you feel the same thing, but I suspect you do. Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. And look at that. I mean, how successful can you be? Look at that place, man. Ah, ah. <laughs> just so we clear anyone listening, this is a virtual background. Just no, <laughs> it's not. It is not. That is, that is how you live. And, and Michael, where is it that you live typically? You're, I know you're not there right now. You're traveling, but where do you normally live? My base is London. Uh, and the reason for that is because my my number one priority is to be close to Daniel. Daniel is my number one client um, and who yeah. I spend most of my time with. So uh, he lives in Monaco. So I, know I need to be close to Monaco. Um, so I chose London because my sister also lives here. So uh, I'm origi originally Australian, if you haven't picked up from my accent already. But uh, so, that, so that was a nice little... Uh, Nice little incentive to come to London is to uh, be close to my sister as well. So, and yeah. seventy percent of the the F one calendar is um, within Europe, um, so it does make sense to be situated within Europe. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's a great place. You had a blustery, cool day in uh, Montreal here just a few weeks ago. Another another cool one at Silverstone. So uh, uh, hopefully you guys will be back in the the nice warm weather here pretty soon in the on the calendar. I know you've got a lot ahead of you. Um, you guys are sitting at mid pack right now um, overall for the year, which is fantastic to see. 
Um, highly competitive. McLaren is doing extremely well. I think you guys, as we record this, are fourth. Um, so what an amazing year it's been right now. Uh, it's not all been aces. It's been some challenge. It's been, this is why you're needed. This is why we've got Michael Italiano right there with Daniel Ricardo. So, um, yeah, fantastic results pouring in right now. Uh, I'm curious to find out a little bit more about, about what it is that you do when you're working, not just with Daniel, with, with your clients in general, are there some patterns? Is it, is it a balance between physical and mental performance? Is that what you're looking for? Um, what is it that you would typically do with your clients that would help them, especially people who achieve to get to the next level, to keep achieving and to keep reaching for more? Yeah, I think the, the most common denominator from my experience is ensuring that the mindset, you have clarity over your mindset on, on why you're doing what you're doing why you're taking action and, and why you want to go down this particular path. And the reason for that is because, you know, I can, I'm very confident that I could develop the, the perfect training plan, perfect nutrition plan. But if your head's not in it and you're not doing it for the right reasons, or you're not doing it for your most deep and meaningful reasons, then, um, then there's no point in me actually giving you a perfect plan because you're not going to stick to it. So the, the number one thing I like to, I guess, knuckle out with my clients is pretty much just understand their motivation from an intrinsic level and an extrinsic level right and really right. just kind of ask for some like ask for some vulnerability from my clients and what i mean by that is because in order to answer your intrinsic values you know you, you need a bit of, you need a sense of embodiment right and you need to be vulnerable and you got to kind of really dig deep and look hard inside you as to why what type of human you want to be essentially, because then yeah. this thing ties into your extrinsic goals, which is, you know, the superficial goals of, cool, I want to look good. I want to financially be at this point in life. I want to hit these fitness goals, or it could be completely, it could be, um, it could be career orientated, essentially. So I like to really hone in on the intrinsic and extrinsic goals of, of a client. And then from there, you can really, really narrow it down. About, okay, cool. This is now what we're working on. Now, now let's work on the process. And that's pretty much how I go. And, and what that does and what that gives to my clients, uh, it gives them clarity, right? It gives them clarity because there's so many times people, you know, will come to me, Michael, I, I want to win this. Or, you know, if I'm if I'm dealing with some CEOs of some big corporate companies like, Michael, we want to we want to be a billion dollar company next year. It's like, it's like, okay, that's cool. But why? Yeah, why? I love why, it. Right? Yeah. And then it's like, well, because then then, you know, if it, because then I, it'll make me happy, right? I feel like I have a sense of achievement. Well, okay, well, why though? Like, what, what is it within you that you value your company to be valued at $1 billion? And then all of a sudden you start going into it and you, you may get a few, I don't knows at the start, but it's like, hang on a second, you actually do know, right? It's just all about just kind of touch, getting in touch with yourself, right? Because a yeah. lot of people don't do that. A lot of people don't reflect and actually get in touch with themselves and go, hang on a second, what, why, why am I feeling that? And then, I love that challenge. I love challenging them. I love providing them with the with the questions that they eventually answer for themselves. And they go, ah, and they give me that ah response. Like, oh, oh I love that. Yeah. I just, I just worked <laughs> it out by myself. And it's like, yeah, I know. Because you've always got the answer. And that's one it's thing. It's been that there all along. It's been there all along. You just yeah. haven't had time to figure it out. You know, I, I love what you just said. It's, um, you know, aligning the, the inner stuff the the stuff that really matters deeply what people value 
um, and then connecting that with their achievements. Uh, I was listening to um, an interview recently with with um, uh, Marshall Goldsmith, one of the top coaches in the planet, and uh, he described it with a little bit a different terminology, but I think it aligns perfectly well with what you're doing. And I think it explains a lot of your success with your clients. He talked about um, starting with a, um, a higher level aspiration. What is it that you really want for your life overall? What is it that you want to uh, be looking back on? Uh, this is from my own terms anyway. Uh, when you're 99 and sitting in your rocking chair and you're reflecting back on your life, what's going to bring a smile to your face knowing yeah. that you aimed for knowing that uh, that it was something worthwhile for you to to have pursued. And usually those are sort of the big pursuits and then the achievements come under that. So yeah. you're the high level aspiration and then below that would be um, what are the achievements that you want to uh, to move towards or to pursue uh, that are going to support that higher level aspiration. And if I'm hearing you right, I think that that is well aligned with what you're talking about, isn't it? Correct. And, you know, I'll, I'll make it a, an addition to that. So please, I, I, you know, I think a, a great, a great way to, you know, add a bit more clarity to that is it takes the same amount of energy to dream small than what it takes to dream big. Right. So, mm -hmm. so, so why do we, why do we always undervalue or undersell ourselves? Right. When I say, what's, what's your dream? And it's like, People aim. People aim here. They aim low or they aim mediocre. It's like, well, hang on a second. It actually takes you the same amount of energy to dream small than it takes to dream big. So, think big, man. Tell me. Give me. Give me a big dream, right? That's that's that's. <laughs> <where it's at. laughs> I love it. You're doing such a good job. I've got to pull this uh, comment in from. I think it's on LinkedIn. Yes, it is. Uh, hi, Michael. Supporting you and Daniel to get more podiums. Uh, this will be a great conversation. Obviously you've got lots Thanks, of people Brian. out there who are really looking after you and cheering you guys on. Uh, they're in your corner. I know the, the moral support is out there. Do you guys feel that moral support when you're out there? I know you hear the, the crowds go nuts, especially when you're in Australia, you know, the hometown boys are back and all this kind of stuff, oh. but does it jazz you guys up? Do you feel the energy when you're when you when you feel that uh, the crowd, yeah, definitely. Like, um, yeah. I, I think that Formula One is just becoming is exploding. I'll be honest. Five years ago, at most of these smaller European races, you know, the crowds were great, but they weren't they weren't to the point where they are now. Like, we just got back from Austria, and like the crowds there were insane. And yeah, yeah, of course, you feel the love, you feel the energy, you, you feel the the joy and excitement, enthusiasm people get. And, and there's one thing that I will always that gives me like such such a warm feeling inside is the ability that Daniel has just as being who he is to put smiles on people's faces. And what yeah. I mean by that is it's a simple task of just walking into the track and signing an autograph or just saying hello to someone or just greeting someone and just seeing that fan, you, he's literally made their day. And I'm like, you know, I, I step back and I'm, and you know, sometimes I do say to him all the time, I say, man, you have a superpower. And he's like, what do you yeah. mean? I'm like, do you realize you can do the most basic thing and have the most impactful like event on someone's life? I was like, that, yeah. that, that person right there, you've just made, you've just made his week. Like not, not just today. <laughs> like, if, I say, if I say hello to him, I'm just getting a high back. But if you say hello to him, he's bouncing out of his shoes. And I'm like, that, that, that's a superpower.
Like, like you should feel very, very grateful that you are able to, to just to affect so many people's lives in such a positive way by doing something so little. You know, you know, you're. I, I love what you're saying because um, when you see the potential in somebody else and you express it to them, especially if they don't know about it or if they haven't seen it or acknowledged it in themselves yet, it can be so incredibly powerful. But I want to make you feel a little uncomfortable here too, because I think you've got the superpower as well. Looking at that list of clients that you work with, I mean, man, you're doing some pretty fantastic things. I'm, I'm going to uh, compare you, if I can, to another coach that I know. Uh, mm -hmm. He's not with us anymore, but Bill Campbell, is um is somebody that uh was uh, featured in a book called the trillion dollar coach this okay. was a guy i've spoken about him here before on the podcast before but briefly this was a guy who was behind the success of uh bill gates of um the three founders of google uh wow. sergey brin um uh you know etc uh jeff bezos uh mark andreessen from netscape uh, it goes on and on and on. And basically, he's the guy that nobody saw while all of these corporate leaders were standing up in front of the media and their companies and leading things to success, to unbelievable success. If you look at all of the companies that he's coached at high levels in, um, it's fantastic. If I look at all of the athletes and people that you coach, the success is unbelievable. And yet you're the guy behind the scenes that's not getting the spotlight. It's almost like the wizard in behind the curtain, you know? You're, you're, you're helping people by bringing out their potential. And I think that there's something fantastically rewarding about it, but also incredibly valuable. Because um, any high-performing person needs somebody who's a high-performing supporter behind them. Um, you know, look at uh, Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, for example. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, you could even, to some extent, say that the Beatles did the same thing, right? McCartney and Lennon were supporting each other to yeah. high performance as well. So I think that that kind of support is needed. I think you're the guy who's really doing that. You're you're helping people to get to that point. And I'm wondering, um, is there any advice that you think that you can provide to those people who are out there uh, mm -hmm. listening now who want to become better leaders, that want to coach their employees, they want to make a difference, see the potential in other people and prompt them or help them get to higher levels of performance. Is there anything that you can think of? Now, I'm putting you on the spot here for sure, but no, uh, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the first thing I'd say would, would be be authentic. Yeah. I think, you know, people definitely... Uh, very good are very good readers of people so like make sure that you are your authentic self and you're not trying to be some someone or something um you know too many times i see people trying to be too alpha and yes. that, that, that can really come across different um one thing i do as a coach um, that i strive to become a good leader is i always i will never give i will never prescribe anything to anyone that i wouldn't be willing to do myself Right. And that's, so that's something that I kind of stick with forever you know, for a lot of my coaching uh, experiences. Like, hang on a second. If I'm asking this person to do this, I got to make sure that I'm willing to do this because I, I, I want to lead by example. You know, I, I, I'm a big believer on leading through actions, not just, not just words. So that's so something if you're, I was just going to interject if you don't mind, Michael. Okay. So if, if I'm asking uh, an employee of mine 
to go out there and ask for feedback. I need yeah. to demonstrate, I need to be willing or at least ready to ask for feedback myself as that person's leader. 100%. That's, that, is a, that is a brilliant example. A brilliant example, oh. right? There's no double standards. It's, it's all we, you know, the language you use, we, us, it's not I or you. Um, so I do, I do think simple language is also another thing that uh, leaders do very well. Um, yeah. Talking about us, you know, us as a team, how we are going to build, um, talk about our strengths. Um, and I also think, you know, you touched on it right at the start, Terry, how, you know, you talked about how do we, how do I motivate my staff? And I think that's part of being a good leader is knowing how to motivate, right? And, and, and where does motivation come from? Well, uh, th that is a big topic that I've been doing a lot of research on myself. And uh, yeah, m motivation, it, it comes from action. Like it comes from the source of actual, like, so like, of, of pleasure and pain, essentially. And, right. and, I, and I think definitely going back to what I spoke about, about intrinsic and extrinsic goals is like, it's something that I think is fantastic to do with, 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 a, with your staff or a group of staff is actually hone in on each and every one of, you know, your intrinsic and extrinsic goals, because what that does, it, it builds anticipation, right? And anticipation is one of the primary things within, within us as humans that actually increases dopamine, right? Yeah, yeah. And dopamine is our 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 feel good our feel good hormone. It's what gets us doing. It actually it, that's what motivates us. It's our dopamine levels, right? It's what it's what gets us moving, gets us actioning, gets us out of bed in the morning, right? So having yeah. that anticipation, where it's like, okay, these are our goals, team. This is where we want to go, and it's like, bam, all right, let's do it, right? And it's like, okay, then you are now anticipating what's to come and. That that can that can that can be such a simple simple drill, that can really just boost natural dopamine levels within your within your uh, workspace, office, or where, where, wherever you are, and uh, and really get people working and being more productive, more efficient, more enthusiastic. Yeah, this is exactly why I wanted you on this show. <laughs> I love your answer, which is why I'm smiling right now because as you're saying this, it's not just about you know, how can I push people? How can I pull people? Um, what is it that I can say to people? You think through this from your, your background, your experience, uh, you think through this from a, from a biological and chemical point of view. I think that this is amazing that we've got these kinds of, um, these kinds of thoughts on here, these kinds of, um, uh, uh, responses and advice coming from a guy who really is uh, helping some fantastic people to perform at even higher levels. Uh, listen, I have another question for you, if you don't mind. Um, now, you know, this show is called the Inspiring Leaders Podcast. We really do want uh, to try to make that inspirational leadership ubiquitous. We want it everywhere. We mm -hmm. want to people, leaders to be inspiring so that they can motivate their employees, that we can get that higher engagement, that organizations everywhere are performing at an F1 level, right? Yep. This is exactly why you're on the show. So the show is called Inspiring Leaders. I ask every one of our guests this, if, if you don't mind, Michael, what yep. does inspired leadership mean to you? For me, I would say, geez, that's that's a good question. There's a couple thoughts coming to my mind, but I think I'm just trying to put it put it into a sentence that makes sense. But it's all it's almost it's it's embracing action, 
right? So if, to be an inspiring leader, it's, it's embracing positive action is how I would, I would frame it if, I, if you only gave me one sentence. Embracing positive action. Yeah. Yeah. Impactful, beneficial action. So it is, it is getting behind, getting motivated, getting involved in some action that's going to create some benefit. Yeah. And not being afraid to be vulnerable as a leader. You know, we are, we are so intertwined in this society to, you know, to be a leader, you need to have, have, have this, uh, this closed door in front of you where you're just, you're an alpha, you got to be tough, you got to be strong, you know, your, your tonality needs to be strong, but it's, you know what, it's so far from the truth. You know, if, if you could honestly stand there as a leader and open yourself up to your team, be vulnerable. And what I mean by that is because as humans, we are all imperfect, right? There's no such thing as perfect, right? And if you stand there as a leader and show people your vulnerability, show them that you're not perfect, you know, tell them about your insecurities. And all of a sudden, the people, all of a sudden, you are the most inspiring person in that room. I promise you that right now because everyone will then realize, oh, wow, you know what? It's right. It's, It's, we're all not perfect. Even that person, even the boss has his own vulnerabilities or insecurities, you know, or, or sensitivities essentially. And so I, I think being a leader, not having the fear to be vulnerable is just as big as being trying to be an alpha characteristic. I think that is being alpha in my opinion. You know, if I, I think the, per, the person who walks in that room and is the most vulnerable, you, you, will, see, you, will, you will know that person's in that room because it, it's powerful. It really is. I, I, fantastic answer. I'm, I'm actually speechless after hearing you say that because I think that you've really nailed it. I think anybody that, um, that subscribes to that 1970s, uh, Mary Tyler Moore's boss mentality of commanding leadership, pushing people around, I've got to be tough. Um, I, I've got to be courageous enough to say anything and put the elephant in the, uh, in the room on the table. And, you know, that mentality, I think, um, it it really turns people off. This is a different time. These people expect different people want to feel like they matter. They want to feel like their leaders are human beings that care about them. They're, There used to be a line when I was very young going into the workforce, there was a line in the sand where leaders would say, no, I can't cross that. And the line is what's, what's business and what's personal. I don't ask my staff about personal stuff. I don't want to know about what's going on in their lives. No, no, don't talk to me about that. Um, nowadays, I think the, the leaders that are really successful, the ones who are truly inspiring and the ones that are bubbling up that internal motivation, getting that spark to turn into a roaring flame of, of motivation. I think those are the ones, like you said, they're the ones willing to be vulnerable. They're the ones who are authentic. Authenticity, vulnerability, um, looking for that higher level purpose and aligning the achievements towards it. I think you've given us gold today and I really appreciate everything that you've said. Uh, there you got it, guys. An, an amazing opportunity to talk with one of the most I think one of the most talented coaches on the planet, definitely at the highest levels of coaching. Michael, thank you so much for being with us here today. 
for talking to our global audience. It's an honor. It's a privilege to be with you here today. Uh, thank you for, for your time and for sharing your perspectives. You absolutely rock. And I'm going to be cheering you and Daniel on and all of your clients on as we move forward here. Thanks, Terry. I, I appreciate your kind words. And um, thanks for the great questions. Like I, I love talking about this stuff, leadership, motivation, and really honing in on those deep, deep desires or what, what gets humans moving, what gets us, what gets us thriving. So I could talk to you forever about this, but no, it was, uh, it was a very, very interesting conversation. And uh, thank you so much for, for having me. And yeah, it's uh, looking forward to next time. Maybe I'll circle back with you at some point and we'll chat about uh, motivation, inspiration, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, I too am really, really interested in this topic and constantly searching for um, more little nuggets of, of gold out there. And uh, today we definitely got some. So thanks again. I appreciate you coming on. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad you guys got something from it. Right on. Okay, folks, there we have it. Uh, one more quick announcement to wrap up before we go. Uh, just want to remind everybody that we've got that fantastic program coming up, and that is starting on September 4th. That is the Thrive Now Academy. We're resuming that, opening up registrations for that. Um, this is a 12-week interactive career accelerator program for anybody who's really serious about getting ahead making the most of their career. So this includes daily training sessions, group coaching sessions, one-to-one -one coaching sessions. It's led by our A-team of global coaches. We've got 25 coaches around the planet at Ubiquity. We are here for you and you're going to have unlimited access to everything in that program the foremost experts on topics that'll help you accelerate your career. Don't miss it. Make sure that you get in touch with us. Info at executivecoaches.ca. That's info at executivecoaches.ca. And that is it, folks. Another inspiring leaders is in the can. Thank you so much for tuning in. You take care and bye for now.